Word of God every day in relevant ways. We're Moody Radio, WCRF Cleveland, WVML 90.5 Millersburg, WVMS 89.5 Sandusky, WVMN 90.1 Newcastle, WVME 91.9 Meadville, and online at MoodyRadioCleveland.fm. morning. Welcome to the morning program on Moody Radio Cleveland. Gary Bittner's in the newsroom. Mark Zimmerman with you in the center studio. Took the microphone on the road a couple of days ago to catch up with. And, you know, with as many miles as this guy rides on a bike lately, you have to do some work to catch up with uh, one of our friends who's uh, been with us a lot on the morning program over the last 12 years. Last time we talked with Tom Repke from Ashland, he was plowing his way through the Appalachian Mountains on an IJM tour, International Justice Mission, with Venture Expeditions. He was in the saddle of a bike that uh, it took him over 500 miles from Cincinnati to Washington, D.C. Tom, good to see you. You're no worse for wear. Yeah, good to see you, Mark. Yeah, actually, no worse for wear. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so let's talk about the physical aspects of this 509-mile journey. Uh, you did a tour with uh, Venture Expeditions after the tornadoes ripped through uh, Oklahoma and Missouri a year and a half, two years ago, and went all the way to Atlanta. This time, though, you were actually crossing the Appalachians. What was that like? Uh, it was more than I expected, to be honest. It was, uh, I mean, we climbed as much in those six days going from Cincinnati to D.C., as we did the entire tour going two weeks from Joplin to Tuscaloosa to Atlanta. And so I think it was a positive uh, elevation of something like 24,000 feet, oh. which, you know, when you're doing it in 100-mile increments, uh, it adds up very quickly. Uh, doing the, the fall ride for Joplin and Tuscaloosa, the President Hope Tour, it didn't seem that intense, even though it was, because it was spread out. Um, so... Actually, I have to confess, there was one day, that day four, that we we had to shuttle because it was it was just not safe for the bikes to be on Highway 50 because we were sharing the, the highway. We were on 9% inclines, uh, sharing it with uh, big coal trucks, <laughs> and there wasn't much berm. So when you're doing that, there is, you know, the trucks win. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So... Tom Repke with me from Ashland uh, with the uh, International Justice Mission and Venture Expeditions this summer. I gotta ask you about a couple of the people who you were on the trip with. Not everybody who did this 500 plus miles on the bikes was a seasoned cyclist. Right, 25 folks, uh, 13 of which had never ridden more than 40 miles at one oh. single time. And in a couple cases, you know, there's an amazing woman, uh, Yaname Uno, we call her. She's uh, originally from Botswana, she currently lives in Brooklyn. Um, and so for me, it was just really humbling to be riding literally through the backwoods of West Virginia with a woman from West Virginia, from Botswana, South Africa, who was here basically because she understands the plight of, this, of the whole slavery issue of what IGM is all about. And two weeks prior to stepping off on the ride, she was not a cyclist, but she was so moved by the plight of those that are enslaved 
And so her story was a huge encouragement. And even on the first day of training, we're teaching her in the parking lot at the church we were meeting up at how to turn her bike mm-hmm. as we get ready to get out there on the highway and move <laughs> through it. So, you know, those kinds of things, uh, the character of people that sort of lean in, partly because of the, the mission of what IJM, International Justice Mission, is really all about is just raising awareness for the plight of, of those that are enslaved and then trying to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we have an impact to, make, to find freedom? And this particular woman is, came here to the United States so that she could prepare to go back home to Botswana and serve. And, of course, obviously, when you talk about human trafficking, uh, certainly in her context in Africa, uh, an unbelievably huge problem. It is, and and so that sort of encourages you to think a lot more largely about these things. I mean, we, we, as Americans, we we just take our freedom for granted, and even uh, just hearing Una's story of pushing through a very abusive relationship with her father, and and uh, even today she had a post on her blog about just the messiness of what why her mother suffered with being treated the way she was. Um, and I, and I know that goes on in this country, and, and so the idea of what IGM isn't just about human trafficking, but really about freedom and about a healthy understanding of what it means to be free citizens and the impact of that. So tell me about the ultimate upshot, the ultimate impact of what you did in those 509 miles from Cincinnati to D.C. What's been the result of the ride? Where has it gone since the ride, and what is going to happen next? Well, I think for each of us that were on the team, all of us, it's, it's been interesting just to watch the, the conversation that's been leveraged uh, in our individual lives, that idea of because our stories are now inter, interweaved. And, and so that idea of uh, even watching a young woman, Lydia, who was a graduate of Biola just this past spring, who found out on the ride there was a, some nodules in her neck. And uh, she went in when she got off the ride there at the end of July and found out that she had thyroid cancer. And she was supposed to be going into law school in Chicago. She was enrolled to step in, but yet um, and her intention was to, when she graduated, was hopefully get a job with IGM and really try to leverage you know, the idea of freedom. It's been interesting just to watch her journey and, and just watching how she's, you know, is very faithful, that you know, not happy about the, the cancer, but really uh, watching how God is working in her, that even though she has to step away from her plans, that sometimes we don't know God's plans for us. We're only on one step at a time. So here you have a young lady who's done this amazing thing, 509 miles. She led us, She, you know, in terms of her energy every day was something that was beyond belief. And yet here she is having to say, wait a minute, I have to put my life on hold. And so it, it indirectly impacts all of us to say, okay, what's what's what am I having to push through? What is it that's coming in front of me that's causing me to redirect how maybe God wants me to see life differently, even though maybe I've done this incredible thing. So for me personally, I'm just hopefully leaning into a, a new season with our student ministry and just coming back with a refreshed vision of, uh, okay, how does my life matter now? I can do and it. I don't have to get on a bike to, right. you know, to really lean into the difficult. Um, the building at, uh, in Cincinnati at the Freedom Center, the three buildings there, the one building is called Courage, the other building is called uh, Cooperation, and the third building is called Perseverance. And I think those three things, when you think in terms of slavery and the sort of the, the modern day issue of it, for our own lives, you know, what courage can you extend, what, whether it's getting and riding you know, a bike or doing a, a 5K run, trail run, 
to leverage for folks in El Salvador, or what is it in the kingdom, uh, and the cooperation of building that sense of community, even what, what you're anticipating on doing in the future to help uh, love and hope? You know, what does that look like? Or Moody, I mean, all these, how do we see our courage and our cooperation, and then how do we persevere in that? And that knowing in all of that, it may mean that in some cases we have to get out, uh, out of bed early on a Saturday morning and go run or ride. Or what is you know what does it mean? Or come, come down to building hope in the city and and you know serving those that are less fortunate, or just walking faithfully in the journey. And then um, I added to it recently in a presentation that you know reminding the, the idea of spandex. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know that you have to be flexible with what God throws at <laughs> yes. you. So like Lydia, uh, my friend in Chicago, or Una, uh, you know of pushing into the difficult. Um, at the end of the day, uh, God is faithful, and it really is about us just hearing his call and being faithful in the midst of that, even though we may not be quite sure what that next step is or the next pedal turn is going to take us. Okay, Tom, if people have uh, heard us talking all summer long, and maybe even Sarah Groves as well on this program about International Justice Mission, I know you've got them linked at your blog, so how can people find out more about uh, what IJM is doing? I simply go to samgamgee, dot org or ijm.org, and you can find out very quickly. Uh, follow them on Twitter, find them on Facebook, and like their pages. Um, even Venture Expeditions, uh, Venture's mission is really about marrying the idea of venture, adventure to kingdom purposes, and they're trying to build their audience. And if you're a young person, even an old person like us, <laughs> and you want to lean into the difficult, you should do it. Uh, they do a cross-country tour. I'm actually thinking about it, a seven-week tour next summer, San Diego to Myrtle Beach, which is like, that's crazy, 3,900 miles over seven weeks. But its larger purpose is to impact the kingdom. And so IJM.org, SamGamby.org, or VentureExpeditions.org. And you'll find them all linked on our website after the program at MoodyRadioCleveland.fm. Tom? Great ride. I'll be interested to see how this thing pans out for seven weeks yes. next summer. I'll be interested to see, too. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as I said, they're all linked for you after the program. You can check them out at our website, moodyradiocleveland.fm. Just click on the morning program and uh, track it down from there. 813, we're going to look at...